the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glickar, and in this week's episode, our adventurers continue to explore the deep, dark, dank sewers. So hopefully everyone is enjoying Tales from the Black Lodge. Sorry about the little mix-up last week. There's this one itty-bitty little button that you can press to mute someone's channel, and somehow... I don't know how it happened, I muted Seth's channel when I did the initial export, and even when I look at it very quickly, it's hard to tell because there's background noise if someone's missing. So, someone picked it up, I fixed it nearly right away, and if anyone didn't hear it with Seth last week, I apologize, you should be able to download it or view it on YouTube, or just go to the website and listen to it directly. Whenever there's a mistake like that, I always fix it very, very quickly. The problem is that the podcast programs, that might need a day or two to clear their cache to get the new podcast in, so sorry about that once again. Also, there was a lot of confusion on the forums and on the YouTube of how Pathfinder 2nd Edition works, and I just want to talk about that for a second, because if you read on a crocodile, they have an ability called Grab. And if you also read some other creatures, like wolves, have this ability called Knockdown. And from everything you read, it looks like it should be a free ability, because that's how it works in Pathfinder 1st Edition. And it says something like plus grab or plus knockdown. But, and this is correct, it costs an action. And the main reason we know that is because if you look at improved grab or improved knockdown, those abilities state that it's a free action, that it's free for those monsters to do that. So, unless it says in the rule specifically that knockdown or grab is a free action, or they have improved knockdown or grab, it costs an extra action for the monster to do that. Now, that is a really, really big deal, because the difference between a monster attacking you and then grabbing you and then doing more damage versus spending an action to attack you and then spending an action to grab you, well, that's one of its actions right there. And there's a lot of monsters with these capabilities. And in Pathfinder 1st Edition, that was free. That was how it worked. You just did it. You just got the action for free. You got a grab or a knockdown. But Pathfinder 2nd Edition does not work that way. And I have gotten this ruling from Paizo directly. My friends there I spoke to. And on top of that, you can see how it works with the improved versions. It's an action. Unless it says so in the monster description, that it's a free action, it costs an action to do these things. 
All that happens is by listening into the monster description, they have the capability to do so. You also sometimes have the ability to disarm, and that's another one that uses an action. Just because the lists disarm or grab or knock down doesn't mean they get to do it automatically. They just get to do it and succeed automatically if you want to spend an action doing it. So hopefully that will make sense to a lot of people. I presume this is actually something that comes up quite a bit as even I myself found this very confusing until I saw the improved versions and then I spoke to Paizo and then it all made sense. So hopefully everyone is enjoying these adventures. As I said, we're going to be continuing to do additional tales over the long haul, and each one is going to be a different Pathfinder Society adventure. After this adventure's up, we got another new one that we're going to be doing right afterwards. We have a new guest star, new adventure, new challenges, you name it. Now, one thing I want to mention about this week is that these guys do not stick together. So when you're listening to the adventure this week and you hear complete pandemonium and chaos, you're going to know why. Because everyone is running in a different direction and I have to keep track of what everyone is doing on this map. No one is sticking together. And I have it that if you run off on your own and you start an encounter and you start a fight, you're going to do that fight by yourself. And the thing is, Mr. Peepers loves to run off on his own. He loves to go off on his own and then some of the other people. And before you know it, I have five PCs going off in different directions on an online program, making the map open up in every direction known to mankind. It is utter chaos. But it sounds like a lot of fun when you listen to it. Makes my life tricky, but my pain is your pleasure. Anyhow, let's get to this week's episode of Tales from the Black Lodge. So you guys managed to kill the crocodile. The happy-go-lucky crocodile. Let's see. Thorgrim dropped and almost died. Millicent dropped and almost died. Mr. Peepers came to the rescue and used his battle medicine on Millicent and Thorgrim, but... Now we can't use it on them for the rest of the day. And Nick Knox seems to be fine. Mr. Peeper seems to be fine. Nella seems to be fine. Somehow you became completely unscathed. And for killing the beast, you all get one more hero point. Yay. So Jason, Jason, Seth, Chris, and Vanessa, you all have two now. Woohoo! After killing the big old beastie. So... A few things. Thorgram, you have a little bit of damage left. Millicent, you have a little bit of damage left. You're also wounded one because you almost died. Um, so you need 10 minutes of rest to get rid of that condition. You also haven't really looked around this room at all. And since it's been a little while since I read the description to you, the room, once again, is sort of this, I don't know, it was like a, a makeshift prop room where there's like soggy furniture and props and they're in the corner in crumbled heaps and the alligator was like hiding inside of it and if you remember it like popped out and grabbed you and started to eat you so you have remember like, that vividly yeah you didn't go through the room or anything and if you see off to the west there's like a hole leading to something larger you haven't explored that so where we are now is a little bit of damage wounded one you haven't explored anything and go 
So we have killed the creature, and so the goblins are satisfied. But still, the mission remains. We must find out what mysterious things there are here to explore and discover. Seth Lipton is playing Nixnox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. Yeah. John Statz is playing Mr. Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. I suppose it's a finder's keeper situation, huh? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Mama Millicent, a human fighter. Indeed. Hmm. We, and we have all the time in the world now that this beast is dead. Are you sure we shouldn't report back to the goblins and just let them know the job is done? I think we should press on. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgim the Lion, a dwarf redeemer champion. Yeah, um, there's go I'm going to search the props. Peepers is going to search the props, and, and I don't want to place it on top of that alligator. These goblins, as much as these goblins seem to be good, uh, they are very annoying and they talk a lot. And, and I agree. We have, we have served them, but now it is time to serve our true masters, the Lodge and the Society. Millicent's just going to sit back against the wall. I need to take a breather after that. Whew. It's been a while since I had a tussle with one of them sewer gators. Are you damaged? Eh, a couple scratches here and there. Done a good job of fixing me up before, though. It looks like I am the only one who has hit point damage right now, right? Millicent's missing one. Okay, so... Oh, if I have not done it yet, uh, I give my healer's kit to Mr. Peepers, telling him, you are much more skilled at these tools than I. I will stick to magic, and you can use the mundane arts. I don't know if you can do that. Yes, I don't know. you, can, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that in between, like in the game itself. You guys can switch around equipment. By the end, it all resets, though. Like you right, can't it resets to Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but for now. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be searching while they rest. I'm going to be searching in the corner where Mr. Peepers is currently. Mr. Peepers is going through the soggy remains of furniture and old costumes and crocodile poop. And underneath some disgusting crocodile remains, you find something. Ooh. You find you find a wine red beret and oh. you find a small ivory jewelry box. Oh, um this might be something. Um well I am going to open the box. You open the box. What's in the box? It is a small ivory jewelry box. It appears to be in fairly decent condition considering it's been underwater, but it seemed to have gotten stuck in sort of a, I don't know, surrounded cocoon of debris. So it sort of protected it. There's nothing in the box. It just looks like treasure that might be worth a couple gold yeah, pieces. Yeah, it's going to be worth some money. Okay. Hey guys, we got a box here. Ivory. Woo! So, um, and a beret, like a hat type of thing. Is that what you said? Yep. Yep. A wine wow. red beret, a hat. I don't think I'll be putting that on top of my head. That's where we uh, trust our uh, guinea pig, uh, Thorgrim. Hey, Thorgrim, check this out. This beret is going to look so good on you. Just uh, wipe off this uh, this croc crocodile. Mm, no, that's, that's not for me. It won't fit over my helmet. Do you have a helmet? I don't know. I have a chainmail helm. Uh, okay. I mean, it might fit over. 
<laughs> but I don't uh, want that. Do we have a wizard who could detect magic, maybe? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm not a wizard, but I can do that. Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. So I'm going to, I guess I will detect magic. Yes. Do you have detect magic? I do. Nella. Impressive. Druid cantrip. Woohoo. So we're going to use the padded in Celeste method of bringing it out. <laughs> we're going to make that a thing, Vanessa. Vanessa has made it so that you have to like, because the way they change the tech magic, it just detects all magic. So you have to like bring it into like a closet and then like detect it there to make sure that it's just that one thing you're using to detect. Uh, you can't yeah. like concentrate and like get more focus. No. Right. No. So there was this big room full of junk and we're like, how are we ever going to go through this? Is there anything magic in here? So Celeste just goes like 30 feet down the hall and then it's like detect magic. Five foot step forward, detect magic. Five foot step forward, detect magic until something pinged. Just because it's like, otherwise, how are you going to do this? So there's all these tricks and silly systematic ways of getting around it. I think the read aura spell, though, allows you to just take an object and be like, is this thing magic? If so, I'm reading its aura. And that is where I come in. May I see Ooh. that? Can you read an aura? I no can. way. I oh, my God. Oh, wow. My no master, wow. the wizard, taught me all of these skills. So I, I holy if crap! You, if, if you give me, if you give me the hat, sorcerer cantrip, read your. Right. I read your. Nox, get over here. Is that is that who you are? Holy Nox. Okay, <laughs> you, you have a strange uh, icon. It looks like. Uh... Yeah, he, he's a goblin. He's a goblin. I, I guess he's. Yeah. I guess he's reading the aura. Though he's reading the aura. He spends one minute. He focuses his mind, and sure enough, it gives off. An aura of magic, illusion magic, no less. So does that mean? Okay, so obviously the hat's not an illusion, right? It's actually uh, a hat that might be able to do something related to illusion, like cast illusion or magic, or do something about illusion. Yeah. So now to now to actually determine if it's magic or to to identify it, you just spend ten minutes. And you can use pretty much anything that's in the magical world. You can use Arcana. You can use a cult. Um, what are the other ones? Um, nature, religion. Nature, religion. It's like there's a lot of ways to identify these things. So if anyone has those, you can just tell me. It's a secret role. Spend 10 minutes and we'll see if you figure it out. Now, Skill it's a secret role. I, I, I got all that. I got all you that. Got space. all that. I got, got all, all spades. Wow. While they're while they're doing this, I take a knee and make a prayer to Iomidi, and I cast lay out hands on myself. You heal yourself for six points, and you are, I think, fully healed. Yep. So does Nix Knox, Paddywhack, Doggy Went a Bone? Are you going to try to determine what this is using your magics? That that sounds great. Yeah, my uh, my either occultism or arcana. Which are both the same. Either one. Skill. What is your number? What is your number? Plus five. Okay. I roll. Let's see what you get. Okay. You spend some time looking at it. You don't really know what it is, but at the last minute, you figure it out. You're like, aha, this is a hat of disguise. If I spend one minute to interact with it, but only once per day, the hat casts a level one illusionary disguise spell on myself. That's pretty cool. Ooh. 
Uh, uh, so let's see. So is that like disguise self turn turn you into like can you become a specific person with that, or is it just like I like I like for one hour you can change your appearance into as another creature with the same body shape and roughly the same height within six inches and weight within fifty pounds. So good enough to hide your identity, but not enough to impersonate a specific person. So so we can infiltrate the so like we can infiltrate infiltrate the dwarves, but I cannot disguise myself as the dwarf captain. You got it. You can be or, like, or if you're on the lamb, you can disguise who you are as a generic other person. Yeah, but you can't exactly. Yeah, it yeah. seems like something very mixed noxy. Like I, I was thinking that that's actually pretty Mr. Peepers, to be honest. Um You know what? It it really is. Um, actually, I, no, it's not. I actually don't take any disguise stuff. Uh, I don't have any disguise uh, skills. I don't think you need that. Though. I think it just, I no. think it just lets you do it. Yeah, it yeah. Works. This is what it does that for it. Yeah, yeah, this is what gives it for you. Like, do you have? I guess uh, maybe I should hold on to it because I got, I got the charisma, and which kind of just gives yeah. me the untrained. Yeah, you don't want. <laughs> is anybody like, like, is anybody, is anybody skilled in the arts of deception? No. Uh, yes, I am actually. So, so then oh, your really? Hat. So let's and do you, you have a rap uh, sheet? Well, hold on. When you say deception, what do you mean? I'm, I'm still. I mean the skill. Art. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, are you are you trained in the skill of deception? Oh no, 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 no! I'm not. No, no, no. All right. Is anyone trained in the skill of deception? No. Nothing right. charisma based. All right. So, so I, I have, I have natural charisma. So maybe I should hold on to it then. Are you no. trained in the skills of deception? I'm not, but but I have a, but okay. I have a very high charisma. So I'm plus four, unnaturally untrained. So let me tell you how this works from a Pathfinder society. Everyone can get one, right? Right. So they do this new thing in Pathfinder Society 2nd Edition. Everything you find gets converted into what's called a treasure bundle. And then depending upon what level you are, you'll get a certain amount of gold. So in essence, you're trying to find as much treasure as possible. So this, I'm just going to tell you right now, is the equivalent of two treasure bundles. And at level 1 you will get 1.4 gold per treasure bundle. So at the end of the adventure, you will get two treasure bundles for what you found. The most you can get is usually, I think, 10 treasure bundles per adventure. It's kind of metagamey, but you can kind of figure it out. Like, usually it's about four groups of treasure in an adventure, approximately. And you can use it and hand it out to anyone, but at the end of the adventure, anything you find in the adventure, you get you lose. You have to hand back. And then you get the ability to either buy it or buy it at a discount. And, and is that do you that buy it before each adventure, or is that no? You once buy you buy it, you own it forever. On your character, it depends. Okay. If it's a if it's a thing like a hat of disguise, you own it forever. If it's a potion, then you only buy it. It's a consumable. What's really interesting is if you find a consumable and then you use it in the adventure, it still counts. Like it still counts as your treasure. You don't lose the treasure bundle sort of a cheat but you're allowed to do that yeah right so that makes sense so so it's like they kind of abstracted and systematized the whole loot splitting right. sale in town buying stuff all of that they just systematize it pretty much well cool that's a double treasure bundle uh item how good is that right but i was just talking i wasn't even talking i wasn't talking for after the adventure i was talking about like because during the adventure it actually exists Definitely. in real life yes so who yes. has it matters. yes I'm just right. explaining it how this works. This is the first treasure you found. 
in Pathfinder Society 2nd Edition, and they changed it since 1st Edition. So I was just explaining how it works. That's all. Awesome. Mr. Peepers, that's all you really see around there. It took 10 minutes. So by resting 10 minutes, Millicent and Thorgrim are no longer wounded, so you won't die. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And I get my lay on hands back, right? After time out? Yes. And you'll get your lay on hands back. Sort of like as long as you do your recovery action in that 10 minutes. So you can, uh, for you know your class, you'd probably pray or something like that. Yes. So Thorgrim, can, could you have done that during combat or is that is that an yes. out of combat action? He can lay on hands during combat, but then it takes 10 minutes to recharge. So it's a once oh. per 10 minutes thing. All right. In fact, well, he did do it during combat. I did do it. Well, yeah, I, yeah you can do it. Yeah. Did I? Oh, yeah. I yeah, did you, do did. It. you did. Yeah, I can yeah. do it once during combat. It's, it's, a, it's a class thing, and it's like based on focus magic points, of which I only have one. But they come back every 10 minutes after you do like a, like I pray to Iomidi and rest Oof. for 10 minutes and get it back. Is that is that similar to Iomide? Uh, it's the pronunciation, <laughs> are they like sisters? Is Iomidi. That's the it's Iomide. It's it's a regional Iomide. dialect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think it's Iomide, but that's okay. I actually looked it up. <laughs> I actually <laughs> looked it, it up. It, it, and if like you're gonna have a hard you're gonna have a hard time uh, distinguishing when we actually genuinely don't know how to pronounce something or when we're mispronouncing something intentionally for humorous effect because we do that a lot. There's a there's a lot of intentional mispronunciations. Oh, that, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty bad at the pronunciations. <laughs> so you've been down here so for about thirty minutes, and if you remember, high tide will be up in about mm, five and a half hours, in which this entire location will be flooded wait so 30 minutes i thought we just rested down here for 10 well no it was 10 minutes for him to get his lay on hands back and then another 10 minutes if he wants to recharge it ready for combat so that's 20 minutes plus i'd say 10 minutes for battling and searching and just whatever all right we should proceed mr peepers goes here hey there little fella you, you want to let me go first i'm a little uh Shh. a little tougher sure. than you can I do that? Oh, I guess well, I guess we all can do that. You push through this opening in the wall, and it looks like there was a small collapse, and perhaps that's how this crocodile got into this chamber, because you are now in the sewers. The strong scent of salt water hints at the daily flooding that washes through these sewers from the nearby sea. As do the occasional stranded fish or crustacean. The walkways alongside the sewer are slick and damp, although relatively clear of normal waste you would find inside the sewer. So the sewers that you're in right now are a good 20 feet wide. There's a five foot walkway on every side. And then in the middle is where the water from the sewer is rushing. It looks like the sewer channel is about two to three feet deep. And the water is rushing fairly quickly out of the sewer into other areas. To the south, it goes way off into the distance. And to the north, it goes into a four-way intersection. And this was the only this was the only other exit from this room, right? From, from this room, that, that south was a dead end, right? Uh, yeah, there was no other exit. And it looks like there was a collapse of the wall. And it looks like what you can tell is the alligator kind of snuck in here from the sewers and then some of the wall collapsed and it couldn't get out. And Mr. Peepers just had to move some of the rocks around 
and pushed them out of the way, and now he's able to sneak through, and now you're in the greater sewer area. What is that to the far west? Is that stairs? To the very far west, yes, there's stairs going up to the northwest. To the very far west, you see stairs leading into a chamber. Can I see any further south, or is that the extent of the map? That's the extent. Further south, you can tell it's going to like a grate. And you can't go any further south. There's a grate down there, and it's going off in the distance. Is this sewage water? Yeah, it's sewage water, but it's actually pretty clean because this area gets gets swept by the sea every day. So every ah. day this gets cleaned. So for a sewer, it's actually probably the nicest and cleanest sewer you've ever seen. High praise indeed. Uh, so you said the two feet deep water. Is that where we're standing or is that in no. the center trough? In the center area, the trough, that is where that's the sewer channel. And that is where the water is rushing by. You're on the side where people can walk and stand and sort of traverse the sewers. It's just wet, but there's only like an inch of water. Now, Mr. Peepers jumps into the sewer and he gets soaking wet. He's fine. How far down is it? It's only two to three feet. Only two to three feet. That's fine. Okay, so I jump in the sewer and I get soaking wet. And I assume that it is uh, not slippery, I hope. And if I can, it's I difficult will. terrain if okay. you're going into it. It's it's slippery enough that you have to pay attention, but it's and it's moving pretty fast, but it's fairly clean for sewer water. All right, so I'm gonna try to go just to get a. I'm gonna do scoping. I'm scoping things. I'm, I'm providing eyes, eyes for the uh, eyes for the party. I'm sneaking. Sure. That's Mr. That's, Peepers. You should exercise Mr. Peepers runs ahead of the party, way ahead. He's nope. oh no, he's, no, no. Get, I, I, don't, I don't exercise too, caution. That don't is get my too far I, ahead. I will be stealthy in my peregrination, and I will just provide some eyes for the party. Well, you are 20, 25 feet to the west. Nick Knox on the map at all? Oh, Nick Knox is like he's taking a breather in the other room. He's hanging out with the crocodile. He's like trying to take his teeth out or something. Uh, Mr. Peepers, you. You see a room, there's some stairs leading up, 10 feet up, and then you hear machinery coming from a room to the west. You hear, you actually hear noise. By the way, it's very noisy in here. Between the fact that you are in a sewer, there's rushing water, there's a lot of hard surfaces. It's very echoey. It's very hard to hear. So just FYI, it's going to be very hard to tell distances if you start getting away from each other, it's you know it's a, it's an echoey sewer with water rushing. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to check this route? Uh, uh, all right, I'll tell them about. I hear uh, machinery and. Uh, Wait, let me let me. Uh, I'm worried about Nick's Knox. We got to go make sure he comes with. I think we lost him. I think he died in combat. It was a good. Where's guy. the little? Well, well, you well you know you know about me that uh, I vanish. Like, like, but like, like my default, oh, like, okay. like, unless I say otherwise, I'm stealthing in the back. Ah, okay. Going gotcha. from cover to cover. All right. Understood. All right. Let's, uh, yeah, that makes him seem real trustworthy. Yeah. It's adding up goblin. And it's up here. All right. So we see what this machinery is all about. Yeah. Let's take it. Yeah. Let's go. Millicent is slowly going up the stairs. You hear cranking and grinding coming from the west. In these cramped corridors, Millicent's going to have long sword and shield out, especially since she got taken down so easily by a giant croc. And uh, she's going to peer around the corner, being a little careful, seeing what's going on. You climb up, and you see 
what appears to be a large room filled with machinery, if you were to guess, maybe pumps of some sort. You see tall stone cylinders that stand in a line in the center of this chamber. There's broken pipes protruding from the ceiling above the cylinders, rusted and covered in green algae. And every few minutes, you hear one of the cylinders making this feeble grinding sound and a dribble of water flows down from the top of the cylinder and drips onto the floor. So it looks like there was about half a dozen pumps of some sort connected to the ceiling, and all those connections to the ceiling have been broken. And whatever this machinery is, it sounds like it's trying to actually work, but it's just grinding away and not doing anything. Huh. Any of you know anything about all these gears and whatnot? Um... I do not. Mr. Peepers. I, I might. If um, anyone who has thieving or crafting might have an idea what this is. I have crafting. Don't have... Oh, I mean... You don't have thievery? You're a rogue, Mr. Oh, Peepers. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thievery? Yes, thievery. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do, do you? Do I roll that or do you roll that? I roll it, I roll it. I have a plus seven for thievery. Oh, what's your rap sheet look like? It's uh, actually, it's nice and clean in this vicinity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Peepers looks at this and is able to, with 100% confidence, know that the earthquake destroyed these pipes connected to these pumps. And it looks like that these pumps were being used to take any water from the foundation of the theater above and pump it from the foundation down here into the sewers. And they're magical, so they've been working continuously. It's been 20 years since the earthquake, and since they're just going against machinery, there's no water here, they've just worn out over time. Oh. Thorgrim, on the other hand, looks at all this, and he thinks that this might be some magical power plant that was created by the goblins, and it just doesn't work correctly. He thinks this is actually just a broken power plant. That's what he thinks. Do I think it can be fixed? Yo, yeah, you definitely think this could easily be fixed. Uh, Mr. Peepers knows this thing has been destroyed beyond measure. Yeah. Right? Typical of the goblin. Typical of the goblins to, you but, know, design All right, but I mean, I, I mean, with, I can, I can, I have crafting blacksmithing. Like, may, I don't know if that applies, but maybe, I mean, is it possible I could fix it? And how long would it take? Oh, sure, sure. It would probably take uh, a couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. You could probably yeah. fix it if you wanted to come back and spend some downtime. Yeah, you can come back. All right, so it's not it. something that can be like fixed now so that we can avoid this flooding time time issue. Yes. So one thing I'm going to mention is that if uh, I roll and I get a critical failure, you learn information that is 100% wrong. So nice. with that in mind, one of you <laughs> has the right information and one of you has completely wrong information, but I'm not going to tell who. Oh, I'm definitely right. Please. I, Plus seven. Eat it. No, nah, I'm coming back on my own time. Yeah. 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 Y- y- you've already forgotten this. All right. So. All right. So this is. You don't <laughs> have to you disappear. No, no, you, let me tell you. go to you, the left? We get there's couple characters here one of them doesn't even have the tools to repair anything so i i think we know which one is just like i actually have tools to repair slack jawed <laughs> as actually... you know 
actually have tools. Do you have the skills to pay the bills? I do. So there is another entrance to the west, and Millicent and Mr. Peepers, you're going. And sure enough, all of our items are. Can I get get caught up? Because I remembered something. Uh, Nick Knox remembers something. Goes back to the body of the uh, alligator and takes a takes an eye and a tooth. Cause I want, yeah, because I want trophies to show the Goblin King that that the monster is dead. That would be nice. That would be nice and appropriate and dramatic. I actually said you did that. That was a joke. Oh, oh, oh did you? Did you yes, say you did that? Did that's I, the funniest thing. Oh. I literally just said you were doing that. So, oh, that's oh, that's really funny. Yeah, All weird. right. So now I'm catching up. Okay. He runs back, covered in gore. Millicent sees another grate to the south, and then to the north, just more sewers. Huh. Not a lot of other action in here. Uh, Millicent is going to be using, by the way, the defend exploration mode activity, uh, where she sort of is going around with her shield already raised. Ooh, I like that idea. Me too. You're making that up. You're making that up. <laughs> I like that. It's one of the exploration no. mode things, yeah. Is, it, is uh, that a class-specific thing? or is it... Nope, it's on page 479. Uh, defend is nice. one of the good ones you can do. You move at half your speed with your shield raised. If combat breaks out, you gain the benefits of raising a shield before your turn. first turn begins. So you don't have to use the action. I like it, and I'm doing the same. Copy cat. That's pretty fancy. My, my, shield, is, my shield is damaged. Oof. Seth, where is Nick Snox? Oh, he's uh, a, I, a, I'm... I, I'm Passing by the machinery, using my own crafting skill uh, wow. to have my own to have, have my own evaluation of what that is. <laughs> yeah. Nick Knox believes answer. that these were magically powered sump pumps that were installed to help with pushing water away from the foundation of the theater, and that they have broken after the earthquake and just years of continual use. And he also believes they're beyond repair. Don't tell Thorgrim that. I, I, I keep that information 100% to myself. Yeah, I, I need a weekend project. You are you're the John McLaughlin who will say, the answer is you cannot repair these machines. <laughs> so as you continue through the sewers, it's, it's very creepy. It's very echoey. Water everywhere. Hard to hear. Um, What's your you light source, by anything. the way? You don't see anything. I don't know. What is your light source? It is I can cast light. So I, can give yeah. you, I have dark vision. I can give you guys a light source. Yeah, okay. Mr. Peepers is using someone else's light source. Oh, yeah. If you can give me a light source, that would be real handy. Maybe on the I'll shield. Give it to, I'll give it to Millicent because... Yeah, you know, definitely. The rogue The rogue's supposed to be sneaky. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, yeah. I have dark vision. Long. Ooh, we're on the long what's sword. The, what's the radius of that? Uh, what's the and how did he do it again? Is it dim light, bright light? What are, like? What's the, the because, light spell? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because because I wanted because if you guys have a light source, uh, it's good to know what the radius of that light source is. So being out of that light source, you're in the dark. I believe it's twenty feet it's of bright. Twenty, and 20 feet of bright. Day. Yep, yep. It's the same as a torch. So basically, within forty feet is uh, all light. Uh, Mr. Peepers, when he travels further to the north, you hear the sound of rushing water and like a waterfall far to the north. Um, yeah. Is it the same depth of water? Is there a stairs going up that way? Yeah, those are stairs. Like sometimes it's the sewers to like, you know, drain the, the, the levels go up and down at five foot intervals. 
So there's like small staircases and small little waterfalls. Up to the north, though, you hear a much larger waterfall, like like crashing water. So, so, so is this deeper? This the square area that we're in, or is this uh, south to to? So feet all the sides, those are just those are just walkways, and then anything in the middle, the deeper, that's two to three feet deep. That's the water. That yeah, that I can't stand it. I, I'm jumping in. Yeah, you know, you're just <laughs> Mr. Peepers is just having Mr. a good Peepers. old time. He's just he's just running around the water just like a little child. Mr. Peepers, uh, exercise caution. Uh, you but, don't know what might be in there. Thing. We got to explore it. What are you talking about? I mean, well, where I'm standing now. Can I go north from here? You said those are stairs going up. Those are just going up between the levels. You see how it uh, goes? Yeah, those are stairs between like the west and the east. Those are just stairs in between the sewer sections. I think we should go this way. I can't see our character. Going north. Oh, there you are. Okay. Uh, yeah. North. All right. Pick a direction. Fine. All right, Thorgrim, you go all the way to the north, and you see something pretty cool, actually. There's a very large grate in front of you, but you can see through the grate, and there's a very large waterfall that goes down about 20, 25 feet and down at the waterfall you can see that there is a large lake of some sort where the water is congealing and gathering so there's there's obviously some other water source from these sewers um so wait this to the the, the waterfall is flowing to the north or to the south to the north the waterfall is flowing over this area here to the north and then falling into a lake that's north of you. There's a large grate in front of you, so you can't like go through this area, but you can see that oh. it's going into a much larger waterfall. We area. could do a bend bars lift gates. Oh! <laughs> I bet you can't do it. True. What do you but think then you're going to have to then you'd have to actually go down 20 feet and 20 feet of falling damage is no joke in Pathfinder. Because it's just, oh, it's yeah. just flat damage that you didn't roll. Ouch. All right. I think maybe we should go back and go to the east and then north again. All right. Mr. Peepers has a lawyer for falling damage, but I guess that doesn't help us. Oh, Thorgrim is going fast. All right. Hold on a second, Thorgrim. Because I, 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 I'm worried because I, I know that they said that that's going to flood and we got to get out. Okay. But wait for the rest of us, though. Oh my gosh, he's over there. I know, Thorgrim, but you come back to him, you find a corpse. Good Thorgrim, God. He's dead. You don't even know what happened. He just steps on a trap and he's dead. No, you see a passageway. Yeah, we, to... we travel together. We travel Mr. together. Peeper, Mr. Peepers expired me. He inspired me to. I know. Uh, I know. You guys are moving like mad people. Uh, to the. Oh, Mr. Peepers. Yeah, you see, you see stairs going down. You see stairs going down, Mr. Peepers. Going down. Going down. All right. And your stairs go. Wow, you guys are flying. Okay, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, hey, oh, definitely hey. going down. Guys, you want to come down here? We got oh we got God. a ship. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We got a boat. <laughs> we have a graphic. We have a map graphic. <laughs> we have a graphic sighting, graphic sighting in sector two. But 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 there's there's more indistinct sewers up to the north. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Crashing water and the occasional bit of flotsam. From the sewers flow into this large, broad pool that fills the entire cavern and extends far into the northwest. A small cove stretches to the southeast, where there's a barnacle-covered boat. It is marooned and submerged in the water. The craft is, as I said, 
submerged in water, but there is a rope securing it to the shore. It is saturated and beginning to rot. Oh my gosh. This Can I make a check to see if it's seaworthy? Yes, you can. It's submerged, isn't it? Yeah, it's submerged. So you plus look five. Plus five. You look at it and you're like, I think it's seaworthy. You guys are gonna have to take it out and dump out all the water, but it looks intact. It looks like it's just been flooded over and over again, so that's why it's submerged under the water, but it looks okay. Right. To 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 the dwarf who thinks he can repair these machines, it's seaworthy. Yes. Uh, this is a seaworthy <laughs> After you, after you. Um, I I like this area. Uh guys, what do you think? I, I I'd like to I'd like to see what's going on with this boat. It's like a I, rowboat I have... or it's like what kind of sailboat? Sunfish? I don't see um Jason's character anywhere. I might Did be he... standing on him. No, I'm on top of the, I'm up at the top of the stairs at the moment. I'm still here. She's guarding here. Uh, I also uh, visually examine the boat to see if it's a wreck or if we just pulled it out and bailed it out, we can sail around on it. You know, when I joined the Pathfinders, I wanted to get on a boat and see the world, but I had something a bit larger in mind. <laughs> yeah, this is... Nick Knox wants nothing to do with that boat. Nick Knox is like, nah, we're going to die. It's a, so the boat, yeah, the boat's a wreck. It's like it's been yeah, there forever. I disagree. Boat this boat is, is very is treasure. This is very treasure. Um, how deep is the right. water? Can we tell? Because I make a perception check to see if there's any kind of wild like life around here, flora or fauna. Yeah, perception check for checking depth of water. Well, uh, the water around here is pretty shallow. It's like one to two feet. It gets pretty deep pretty quick, though. Jumping in. Okay, you jump in. All right, I'll, I'll help you with. Uh, I'll help you get this boat out. Let's get. Yeah, it. the Let's boat's just kind out. of stuck in the water, and it has barnacles on it. It just looks like it's been wedged in there. It looks like you could take it out and flip it pretty easily. So I, yeah, I've I've stowed my shield and my uh, trident, and I'm helping him. It doesn't look like there's any animals or tracks, and it looks like you're fine. So it doesn't look like there's any. There's no like. There's nothing to indicate that there's any wildlife in this area whatsoever. Excellent. All right, let's try to uh, pull this boat out and like uh, bail it out so it can be seaworthy once again. Sure. You All right. pull out the boat, you flip it over, you bail it out, you put it back on the water, and it seems to be holding. Way hey up. Sure. I, 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 I wrap on the wood, and it's like, oh, this is this is good wood. It's good. It's quality wood. Early in the morning. Okay, so uh, I'm going to search around this area. That's that's the action that I'm taking. I, I'm searching. You search around the area. Check, 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 check. And you're performing seek actions. We're seeking, right? That's what it, that's what they call it now. That's correct. Mm -hmm. That's what the common man calls it. Well, in searching. exploration mode, it's searching. Oh, oh, ah. oh wow! Nice. Wow. I think she should get a slow clap for that one. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah. You seek meticulously for hidden doors, concealed hazards, and so on. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Well, the combination of searching, seeking, and scouting, we'll just do the three S's. You don't see any oars. Those must have been swept away a long time ago. The boat is more than big enough to hold six or seven people, no problem. And you would guess this might have been like a smuggler's boat or something. 
because this is kind of in a weird area and it's in pretty good shape the rope that's holding it is really rotten and about to like disintegrate so you don't know how much longer this will be here you don't see any treasure there's no footprints looks like this boat has been here for years and years and not been disturbed what happens when mr peepers goes over here and Mr. Mr. Peepers, Peepers be careful. Further uh, into the water. Mr. Peepers, exercise water, <laughs> I know, the water. Does, does Mr. Peepers actually know how to swim? Negative. I, I, I don't know. He he has leather. That might be good for swimming, I think. Like no, heavy leather <laughs> overcoat. I think that might be Armor buoyancy. The positive uh, buoyancy of, of no. leather. I'm going to get on the boat and test out the uh, sturdiness of it. All right. will uh put her shield away for a moment so she can hold it steady for you so what do i see like is does it get deeper are we looking at just like a natural cavern or is there like what are we talking about this is i like this area this is this is good dungeon design i, mean, I like it so you are exploring this cove it's going much further to the northwest you can't see past because it's pitch black even with any dark vision you might have the water is about three to four feet deep. It's probably going to be much deeper, like where those waterfalls are. And you can see there's a waterfall directly to the west of you and kind of one to the northwest of you. Obviously, that one to the west is the one you just came from. And the water doesn't look like it's terribly deep, maybe three to four or five feet at most. But it just Ooh. goes off into the distance. As to what's out there, you have no idea. Yeah, that's pretty deep for a halfling. Okay, Mr. Peepers is calling this a day and he's getting back on shore dry land i i have a speculation if you want to hear my speculation of course yeah, what is it please so my speculation is okay so this is going to open out into the open water where the tide will rush in when the tide comes in and this boat wasn't was indeed a smuggler's boat and so they would do so in some time in the past because it's all rotted it's been a while uh smugglers would come in go do their business, then uh, go get the boat and leave. Now, the fact that it that it's sunk with the tide coming in and out would indicate that uh, they would finish their business while it stayed low tide. Like, it, like there's no provision for it to be left here to account for the tide, which means that it was here and was sunk. Something happened to the smugglers. I think the smugglers came in, went somewhere else, uh, something happened to him. They did right. not return to retrieve their boat. So I think. So I think if we get, I think it might be fun to go and try and find what happened to the smugglers. Right. The I smugglers think, lost booty. Are they in the belly of the alligator? Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Or, or like, or, or something, or like, or, or something, or something. Yeah, that alligator nearly kicked our butt. Maybe the I mean, maybe the beret belonged to the smugglers. Like while this is going on, Steve and I are sending private messages to one another about the loot that is coming into Mr. Peepers. Yeah. <laughs> and How he much is you're stealing? rapidly adding items to my uh, inventory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's an ancient wishing well, and he's just going through it and getting all the coins from the ground. That's what he's been doing that whole time. I'm going to speculate more. So my, right I, my feeling is that uh, east, east is the direction. I think that uh, I think that north will hit more hit into more of the uh, stone barrier before the open water, and that uh, mm. whoever owned this boat went right. east. Sounds like a race to me. Mr. Peepers runs up the stairs. Really, you run up the stairs? Okay, everyone, sure. stop then. Stop. That boat is really small. I can't even fit all of us, can I? 
No, not really. No, it can fit That's seven really people. Small oh, really? It can't? Oh, what? Okay, so I said that. Just a, I said that. I guess it's, yeah, it's just now. a. Um, it's just a. It's not drawn to scale. And there's also there's also just the weirdness of the game. There's also weirdness of the game that uh, that a square is is five by five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five yeah, by five true. is actually an enormous space. Right, it's it like is. That's a, yep. you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so that boat is ten feet. It's actually ten point five. Yeah, ten foot's pretty small. Damn it, Peepers. Well, <laughs> Peepers is Mr. Peepers is running and stealthing. So, I don't can know you one... run and stealth? No. no. I can't. No. No. Not, not to your high level. <laughs> no, nice. you can't. Oh, come on. Come uh, on. I, I... I, I can. I, I'm very, very sneaky, and so I can move a little really? bit Really? Yeah, I, I can move what, a little bit faster. Class? Like, what is your class? Uh, sorcerer. I don't like that you can run and sneak at the same time. Well, I can't, I can't run. It's like, I can't run. I just, I just when, I, when I'm sneaking, I can go a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, but it should be harder to detect than a, than a sort of... The exploration mode term for it is avoid notice. Nick Knox has lots of skills that you're not uh, familiar with. You know what? He's got a lot of skills. I'm hearing that. That is that's yeah. for true. That I hear just one skill after another. I mean, yes, I, I am um, highly skilled. We need to. And he he's only made up half of them. We need to check his hero lab because I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, saucer yeah. is not an intelligence based class. Yeah, so, I know. Hmm, yeah, not sure about the accuracy. I, I I am I am a highly intelligent character though. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, nice. 14. Did you say 14, Seth? I did. Highly intelligent at 14? Yeah, that's highly intelligent. Yeah, for, for, yeah. A, for, for, a, for a charisma based. For a charisma based. Uh, and that's okay, like four. Okay, all right, all right. So, and his uh, average. So, yeah, yeah he's for, average. So, in the crowd that you hang out with. Exactly. You're like, the guy. For, 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 yeah. a, for a not primary stat. It's like you know that that is that is not like one of the ones you need to live. Like that's that's pretty high. That right. is high. So it's like that Hurley Burley co- quote where you're where you're crawling on the sidewalk, all your friends hanging out in the gutter look up to you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mister Peepers runs up the steps. As he runs up the steps to the southeast, he sees the four mercenaries. That were in the theater when you first Ooh. encountered, when you first entered the theater, who were talking to the king and lost the theater battle against you. All four no, of them, happy. all four of them, see Mister Peepers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have no light source. They have a light source. Do they really see me? I mean, really, do they see me? Oh, we could get all in the rules, man. We could get to that half an hour stealth and... Uh, yeah, and work those, I'm going to work those lawyers if I can, because Millicent them. is yeah, my no, light two of them. There two is them. a light. Two of them. They have okay, light, too. I accept that. They have light. Oh, they well, have that's, light. And that's why I'm saying. I, I think I see them before they see me, because I don't have a light source. My light source is Millicent right now, and I think that may, they might see a silhouette Do halflings have dark vision? Oh my god, we're we're going to engage the uh, perception categories. Are are you unnoticed and unobserved? Are you are are, are 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 you are you merely unobserved? There's like four different categories. Oh, I know which one. You might they be are. hidden. It, you might be, but here's the thing. I didn't say they noticed you right away. I'm saying he came up and he noticed them. And it looks like as he pops okay. up, 
Two of them swing towards your direction, and you think they notice you. What do you do? Uh, give them the finger, and I back away. Okay. Just walk away. I mean, if they see me, then that's what they get. And if they don't, then there's no harm, no foul. And, of course, I tell my group, all right, your reconnaissance person that you depend upon for feeding you, spoon-feeding you information. I'm you mean Nick Knox? More information. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Peepers is doing so. He tells you what he saw. Those guys that we beat during the dance-off, they're, they're trying to, like, I don't know, try to repair their rep or something like that. I, I absolutely pull out more completely baseless speculation. They're uh, allies of the smugglers that that died in here, and they're after the treasure. Are you quoting the Goonies? Is this the Goonies? Is that what we're doing here? I love it should, the Goonies. Should be. Uh, I don't... Gosh. Wow, this is pretty close. Are we in turns now? Because I need to move. Also. It is, in fact, One-Eyed Willie's treasure. Yes. We're not no, out. you're not in turns. No. Uh, I'm going to make my way to shore here. Hiding in All shadows right. right now. Now, we have light, though, generating off of um, for you. For you. Do you want me to just go up and talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I'm like, oh, I I, I am actively hiding. I draw all my weapons and I'm doing. uh, Yeah. Millicent goes up and sees nobody. Mm -hmm. All right. No, you you said they were here. I don't see anybody. Where are they? Uh, Mr. Peepers is also a liar sometimes, but he's (laughs) likable. He's likable. People forget. Are you sure it was not the shadows? It might have been the shadows. No, they were hit. all four of them. I'm telling you, those were the guys the shadows in here. during the dance-off. Wilson, they play uh, tricks let's, on the mind. let's check with Nick Knox. Where's Nick Knox? Isn't he supposed to be our scout? He scouts the rear. Nick Knox is often not visible. I'm okay with that. I don't mind actually them being down here if they're just going to be like the uh, they're going to they're going to be our our hound dog. If they're going to flush well, out we, the they can't. Yeah. What about up here to the north? Huh? We didn't check this out. Hmm. Sure, you check out to the north, and once again, you see another one of those grates with a waterfall to the to the west, and that goes into the lake. You know that because you were just down there. And then mm-hmm. to the north, you see another waterfall going probably into the rest of the lake. And then far to the east, you see... Uh, the sewer going off, and there's another grate there, but Nella notices sort of a broken portion of the sewer going to the southeast, and it looks like there is a natural chamber here. Jumping in the water. Alright, I kind of quietly try to get the group's attention. Guys, over here. Hmm, Quietly tiptoe up to the edge and take a peek in. That looks like a natural stone formation to me. Yeah, it looks like a long time ago, the sewers broke the wall, and now it looks like there's a natural pool. Oh, everyone's in here. Okay, so you are. Let me tell you what you see. I, I, I'm, see, where, see, I'm still back. Uh, yes. I'm perceiving uh, from where I am. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to hear, and I'm trying to see with my dark vision to see if anyone is south of us lurking about. Oh my yeah. God, Nick Rocks just get in the room. Just yeah, get in the room. He's, just he's so far. He's 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 doing his own thing. He can do his own thing. The he's sides another this, encounter. It's fine. Yeah, the sides of this chamber are rough and uneven, dropping sharply to a large pool of water that fills the entire room. 
The north and south, the masonry of the sewer walls have crumbled away. So this entire chamber is pretty clean from what you can tell. You're kind of surprised. And on the sides where you're walking now, it's about six feet deep. So Millicent is about, yeah, it's going very quickly to six feet deep. And then in the middle, there's a very deep pool that goes about 15 feet down. Hey, where's that boat? (laughs) By the way, you could swim at will. It's only you have to do the swim check like if you're in a um, combat encounter or something violent. Otherwise, you can swim at will. You don't have to make checks. Oh, that's good. I like that All right. a lot. Millicent's going to go ahead and put the shield away because it's going to be hard to swim with uh, sword and shield. She'll just keep her magically lit longsword out. All right, let's uh, let's see if they swam in this way. Millicent dives into the water and is swimming. Mm-hmm. I put my shield away, but I have my trident because it's very acropo. Uh, Mr. Peepers water. is, I think... Like splashing water at Millicent. He's just being a pain in the No, he's don't no 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 no. Dog paddle. Yeah, dog paddle, dog paddle. Good job. Nobody can see me. I'm I'm assuming that while this is going on, I did not see or hear anyone. You did not hear or see anyone. You have no idea where they are. You have no idea where they are. Well I know I know the general direction that they went in, and some of them are have light sources, so I know that they went north, so I'm gonna go north. Okay. You, the four and then, you, and then I'm going to see. Then I'm going to see the the edge of the illumination, and I'm going to know where they are. And I'm gonna go over here, <laughs> and you realize they're having a pool party without you. Everyone's swimming. They're having a good time. They're having cocktails. Nick Knox mm-hmm. is all by himself as usual, yeah. without any it's, friends. It's, it's and, 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 and I hide in this little corner up here. <laughs> That's right. six feet of water you're in, by the way. You have to swim and hide. Oh, he's swimming and hiding. Oh, oh, screw that. I'm going to do that. Here, hold on. You don't like to go wet, do you? There you go. <laughs> there you go, yeah. The rest of you are swimming, and you're all hovering around that super deep pool that goes down 15 feet. You, um, yeah, you don't see anything so far. All right, it's, I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to swim down 15 feet into that hole. Okay. I tell everyone, I say, I'm going to What? Yeah, I'm going to check. I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to see what's down there. I have dark vision. Don't do it. I'm a dwarf. Don't do it, Thorgrim. Dwarves noted for their buoyancy. Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Millicent's trying to look into that passage. It looks like it leads to the east. Yeah. I mean, John, sh- 50, you, you scuba diver. 15 feet. That's nothing. Uh, uh no, that's something. That's that's something. That's, that's something. I'm it, a scuba oh, that's pretty something. deep. Something. I mean, go down. Yeah. T- that, after 10 feet, deep. you start to feel some pressure. 15 you feet do. is yeah. no yeah. joke. 15 feet yeah. is no joke. And Millicent, by the way, should see more uh, map. Before you do that, I think we should get a recon report. Okay, Millicent sees that just goes off into a very small hole. So you can't go to the east anymore. That very quickly just goes to very narrow. To the south, you see that goes to the other part of the sewer. So it looks like it connects. And Thorgrim, as he swims down, accidentally... What? <laughs> oh, what? 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 No, what? Hold on. What was that? <laughs> oh my God! Put that on Thorgrim the webpage. Drowns? Jason, are you getting this? He accidentally what drowns. Happened? Okay. What happened there? <laughs> wow! 
I coughed. Hold on. We don't have to all enjoy that cough. I mean, you don't have to role play for the dwarf. We know they're very buoyant. <laughs> no, there's a history of me coughing on the show and then bad things happening. Uh, <laughs> Jason and uh, Vanessa noticed. Yeah. Oh, no. It's got to oh, be no. bad for me. You killed Bort. It is. <laughs> Whenever I cough, something <laughs> bad happens. You cough, someone dies every time. Pretty much. Thorgrim, you get down 15 feet. Uh, good news. You see that there appears to be a barnacle-encrusted lockbox at the deepest part of the pool. That news, you have your... Oh my God. Hold on. I need to get... Oh, boy. This is really bad. Oh, my God. Are you allergic to dogs? <laughs> I'm gonna take thirty seconds to get a soda while he's. I was gonna say, do you Alex, have, do you have the captain's two minutes. I like that two minute drink break. I'm doing that too. Two of course, I, the way this is going, I might drown on it or something. Yeah, we basically need to know what happens to Thorgrim. Yeah, they can be pretty. I'm sure. You're you're, you're reckless. Thorgrim has to like rein it in well, a little bit. He's reckless. I, I know. I mean, as much as I give you a hard time about your recklessness, like I know we're on the clock, so I, I feel like we gotta. Search everything quickly for the Pathfinder Society and the Black Lodge. And I found something. I found something shiny and pretty. It's my yeah. We're, we're we're on the clock, but you know what? Precious. Five hours is a long time. Is, is that? I thought they said thirty minutes. No, no, no. no, no. You've We've been, been here down 30, here minutes. thirty minutes. We have five, have five and a half hours. Oh, uh, I totally yeah. misunderstood that. Uh, yeah, that's okay. So. I thought. I thought okay. we were 30 minutes and like, and we now burned you have, 10. No, no, no. Now you have five minutes. You have about five hours left. Now. As long as we ah. don't have artwork of Thorgrim, we can maintain the integrity of this podcast and There's kill him this episode artwork. and move on to another I character. I think as people die, I'll just keep replacing them with different character artwork. It's beautiful Thorgrim artwork. It's really good. It's, it's like outstanding. Wait, and you me. guys have artwork already? Yeah. Oh, cool. Nick Knox, that's his artwork. That's the rough. That's not the final. I, I really, I really, really like it. I like, I like it my, a lot. My, mine is a dwarven uh, lead figure from like 1987, which I like a lot. Is it Raul Partha? It is Raul Partha. You're, you're familiar with the work. I'm very familiar. <laughs> Do you have those lead figures, Seth? Gone. Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. Gone. Why? I still have mine. Okay, I still Steve, have mine. Because too many, Steve, too many what's... moves. But the craftsmanship, the art, the art. Steve, what city is Raul Partha from? Do you know that? It's probably from. Uh, it's probably. It's probably from Columbus, Ohio. I would say. I thought. I thought they were English. It's kind of no. It's kind of close. Uh, Grenadier was Cincinnati. Raul Partha was uh, Pittsburgh. Oh really? wow, that's crazy! I Ohio, love Ohio. I love yeah, Ohio, Pittsburgh, all those areas. There was a lot. They, of they used to have a newsletter. The Grand Deer had a the newsletter. I subscribed. Yes, Seth was a huge fan. Huge artist too. Huge. Really huge good fan. work. Really good work. I can't believe you melted those down for bullets. Oh yeah, and that actually is a, it's a lot of fun. You, do, you melt that. You melt them down and you pour them in the water and it explodes. A lot of fun. Yeah. I, yeah. You or you could like melt it and like. I did that. You could melt them and pour them down an anthill. That's, that's very popular for <laughs> Bart these days. That is true. I've seen that. Actually, it was the other way around. Ralph Partha was Cincinnati, and Grenadier was western Pennsylvania, not Pittsburgh. Oh. Per se, but... oh owned. Yeah. Owned. It's, it's all the same thing. I mean, Pennsylvania. Well, western Pennsylvania. I mean, that's that's Pittsburgh. 
Well, technically, it's listed as Springfield, Pennsylvania. I mean, Pittsburgh's pretty far west, Pennsylvania, right? Oh, wait, Springfield's actually out by Philadelphia. It's not even western PA. You're completely off. So it's eastern PA. Not a big fan of Philadelphia We learned something either. new. And nothing cool is in Pittsburgh. Hooray! No, there's a lot of cool things. There's the mall. Not related to that. Not related to miniatures. The mall. There's steel. There's, they have water port access. Okay, we're, we're all here. Um, we should find out what ready? happens to Thorgrim. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Thor- Thorgrim's good. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's okay. Thorgrim swims down. He finds this jewel-encrusted lockbox. He's about to go reach it, and then his equipment gets caught on a rock, and you are stuck. You have six rounds left before you drown and die. What do you do? Uh, well, of course, the first thing I do in round one is grab the lockbox. Okay. Give me an athletics check. I can do that. Hold, please. We are now going to see just how insanely greedy Chris, I mean Thorgrim, I mean Chris is that his character is drowning. And instead of trying to save himself, he goes for the loot. Although he rolls a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) He is chaotic greedy. So chaotic greedy Chris (laughs) goes... To the lockbox while he's drowning, and pries open the lock mechanism and pops it open and finds inside a old scrap of paper and a thumb-sized feline carved from some rare stone of some sort. That is all you see inside the lockbox. You have five wow. rounds left. What do you do? Can I can I have grabbed that in the same turn or no? Sure, I will say all right, all right. you can grab it real quick. All right, and I'm gonna I'm Dude, gonna now try to free myself. Dude, jeweled encrusted box. You take the lock box too. The lock box is totally encrusted. I mean, he can try if you want to try to get the lock box. You can spend another athletics check to try to like free it from the barnacles. Do any of us have a sense that he's in trouble? It doesn't look it. It looks like he's just, you know, opening up a lockbox. Like, yeah, I'm taking care of my business. I like. I, I don't even realize that I'm in trouble until I actually try to swim up, which is now. And Thorgrim, uh, I will hand me the idol, and I'll throw you the whip. <laughs> I wish I had that option. I'm 15 feet under, so I'm gonna have. You're 15 nice feet under. You try to swim up. You realize you're caught. You got four rounds left. I might have the bends when I come up. So help me with that med kit. All right, so, all right, I'm going to use an athletics check to get out of there with, with the loots. You do that. Go right ahead. Roll a 10 for a 17. You free yourself from the barnacles that caught on your equipment. You swim up, and you you, you act like nothing happened. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I got this. Like, I, I'm actually really strong, and I don't give an F. All right, um, all right. So I, 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 I come up and I'm like, <gasps> oh, it's a little rough down there. There might be a jewel encrusted lockbox down there, but I did open it and managed to come up here with this, and I put it onto the deck, and uh, and I crawl out of there. How how big Stand was up. it? How big was that jewel encrusted? Did was did it did jewel encrusted yeah, did, or was it yeah, did I? Barnacle you? encrusted. Uh, barnacle encrusted. Uh, okay, now, so, you okay. being a dwarf confused barnacles with jewels, but right. you, they're kind of the same thing. Now, you think okay, most so, so, dwarves the know what jewels so, look like, but not, not Thorgrim, because Thorgrims are reject. I, I only know what the Arkenstone looks like. 
that that had no value that box itself it's just the stuff in it no yeah. no okay. no the box looked like it was pointless right. you i say i say uh mr peepers and nick Knox, uh take a look at these things i produced they they might have value Okay. Well, you're swimming in six feet of water. I don't know if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I get, get out. I get out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, get out. No, no, no. We're still in water, but you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, we got to get out of here. I, I'm the only one who's not in six feet of water. Right. Um. So wait, what's to these? Nothing. 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 It just goes. All right. Let's get goes. out of the water. Yeah. Okay. You get out of the water. You're back on dry land. You throw down the items, and sure enough, there's a piece of paper. There's this thumb-sized feline carved of some stone and you didn't even realize this at the time you also took a small bag as well oh good allow me to see that feline definitely definitely show show neelux neenox neenox i do and i'm like coughing out the water and like uh shaking the water off i'm like oh this is i'm like nick Knox. i've heard of spells that can like help me dry my clothes you have such things I, I, I snap my fingers and cast Prestidigitation and clean him up. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> nice. You make I me think cry. he meant produce flame. I think he actually wanted to be uh, It lights him on fire. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually um, slightly resistant to flame. Yeah, well, Mr. Peepers is going to dry himself like a dog, and he's standing next to Mr. Uh, Nixnox, and he's going to shake it all off. He's going to shake it. Shake it off. <laughs> uh, I want to, I want to, I'm concentrating on reading the, I'm like so concentrating on reading the aura of this little feline figurine that uh, I don't even notice the, the dog spray. Nice. You look at this jade cat i mean it looks a cat made out of jade and it is giving you abjuration magic no less might this be a figurine of wonder's power it might be you want to try to figure it out it could be a qual's feather token nice (laughs) those are the old school they are what do you want to do it's like we could we could do like all right so 10 minutes to, to sort it out, but 10 minutes would... It, it, we're, we're kind of vulnerable right now if your report no. of seeing those guys running around is true. So uh, what do you want to do? Uh, these guys are nihilists. They're cowards, so we don't need to really worry about them. Wait. Oh, wait. Everyone's here? Like, I'm not... I, I don't see... Millic- oh, Millicent, I see. I'm here. Well, if we wish to examine these clues more carefully, I suggest we withdraw back to the uh, back to the boat, where it's, it's nice and right. But, per- but perhaps there's more to explore in here. All right, back to yeah, the or, boat, or where we, it's also we, cold and damp. And and there's one and there's one exit, and we don't have to worry about uh, getting attacked from any possible angle. Search I, mode. I think we should go east. Let's, let's go or yeah, or just, or just like pocket the stuff. Let, let, yeah, let's pocket. But what is it? What is? Don't you have a piece of paper? So, what is that piece of paper? Yeah, what's with the piece of paper? Yeah, yeah, read that. Yeah. All right, here, let me see that. I'll read it. I'm not so good on the readings. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> All right. So, 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 can I take it and read with us? It's an old scrap of paper <laughs> with the words "For the Illidar Family Matter." For the Illidar Family Matter. That's it. In- That's hmm. it. Can we make a check to see what Illidar means? Is that sure. a history? Society. Society. I got society. Ooh. What is your society? It is a plus three. 
You do not know what that is. Might be a family plus name one. of some sort, but you don't know. Um, I also have legal lore at plus three. If I could roll that. Uh, Mr. Bieber says a plus one, he said. Yeah, can I roll that? Yeah, you. Uh, I do it for you. You roll, and you actually know who that is. Nilsson, let me just tell you what that's about. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's halfling. He's half-splaining. <laughs> Uh, you recognize that's a family of some note that moved away from Absalon almost a hundred years ago. That's interesting. Yeah, so what you're like saying is they're not planning on coming back for this stuff. Yeah, and, and there's old. no way, and there's no way that that boat in the that boat in the bay is a hundred years old, right? There's no way that like the, the, it would definitely just be, not. Yeah, it was, that, that, Millicent no. using her Millicent using her legal lore remembers this after being explained it and she one ups and says oh i remember that family in fact they moved away after their eldest daughter disappeared yeah and a matter is usually a legal term so i'm wondering if this has something to do with that and so in the context of the box box are a uh was it like a like a jade cat the piece of paper, anything else? A bag. What's in the bag? Or Onyx Cat, or what is it? Yeah, a Jade Cat. And you open up the bag, and there's five gold pieces in the bag. So there's some cash, there's a figurine, and then a scrap of paper that says for the was it Illidar Matter? For the Illidar Family Matter. Illidar Family Matter. Interesting. I wonder if someone paid to get that poor girl taken away. Hmm. Right, right, right. I think those theater people might know something. Yeah, maybe those weren't smugglers so much as kidnappers that used and that there, and there wasn't And there wasn't anything else at the, at the bottom of that pool. You didn't see anything? Uh, I didn't I mean, see anything. You could try, you could jump down again and do some more searching. If you want me to, alright. Jump in. Jump in next, Knox. Uh, I'm not big on the water, no thanks. I mean, I'll go look if you really I, want. I'm to half do. fire. I'm half fire elemental. Me and water, we don't get along. I'm I'm all cleaned up now. I don't I don't really think there's anything else down there. Mm-hmm. But uh, go. We'll cover you if you want to go in, Buck. No, I, I believe you got it all. All right. I suppose we can continue exploring down here. Maybe there are more clues about. Should we take a brief brief look to the east here? See what's down there. Yeah, way. it looks like the east might be happening. Uh, to the east again. There's a grate, and you can't go any further to the east. So, you've kind of explored everything you can in this area that you can get to. Um, does that include to the? Does that include to the southeast? Yep, that's a grate too. So this area is kind of, kind well, of done. I don't think everyone's going to like this idea, but I think we should get into that boat that I is seaworthy <laughs> and go to the right, northwest and, uh, and out. Right, and, and including the, the north, too. Like, that last little waterfall thing to the north, that doesn't go anywhere. Oh, actually, well, it goes to the larger lake, in fact. But, it, like, th- there's more to explore? You know, looking no. at this entire map, it looks to I me about the size of a Paizo flip mat. So I'm thinking we've probably explored everything. I know, I know, there's so much metagaming, I know. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, like that, that whole business. Not metagame. I know. I know that whole business with the boat. Like I know these are dungeon tiles, and so I know sometimes they'll just have a boat on them. You know, it's like so that boat could absolutely be nothing. As a writer, that's one of the things I find really fun is taking a, a flip mat and trying to figure out how 
this flip mat is a representation of a very specific space and not any generic space. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's yeah, very that. much. Very need, much. You got to do that. You need good. to have that. But that being said, I still would like to explore the Northwest and, and see what's going on there. And actually, I feel like I'm a really confident swimmer right now. So I want to go beneath that boat and see if there might be treasure that got tipped oh. out of the boat that we didn't look for yet. Oh, oh. search, search, search. No, no, no. Did you search that? You oh, yeah. Under the water? You did? Uh, yep. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, can I get a refresher on exactly what the directive was from the Pathfinder Society regarding this mission? It was disturbances of crocodile nature underneath the theater. No, no, that was the goblins. Yeah, but there was a secondary thing. There was like it was like it was like we wanted to we wanted to make nice with the goblins in order to serve a purpose. And I don't remember exactly what that purpose was. It has something to do with finding out a secret or something, but I don't remember what the details were. And I think that's important because I have a feeling this box might be that might might be it it might be the clue and then we have to go and report back and then that leads to something else well i'll tell you anything you find it can always lead to more information and anything you find to report back to pathfinders is always interesting you might not know what it's connected to but they will obviously want to see that and know about that you're instructed to hang out with the muckrakers help them out because they are now a new force in absalon and the Pathfinders are just looking for ways to make inroads with the goblins. And then, in addition, uh, Edna Klein of the Vigilant Seal was watching this mission closely. He was worried about ancient evils being released into the world. So just, uh, just be very careful. And if you find anything, either destroy it that you find or bring it back to the lodge if you find any like ancient evils. And other than that, it's really just explore. As I said, you can just call it a day and go back. Oh, okay, to cool. Yeah, because that's what it was. It was ancient evil. So it was like something. Yeah, I, I don't. We don't yeah. see any ancient evils, and like yeah, I'm, I'm ancient. really, I'm part of a well. sect of the Pathfinder Society that's against a lot of evil. And looking like that, yeah. I mean, I think we should search more for ancient evils. Is, is there more to search though? Where else can we? Where like north? A little bit northwest, definitely. That yeah, northwest. All right, yeah, so, so, yeah, so, so northwest. Let's go. Yeah, let's get in the boat. <laughs> That's right. We need our boat. Famous last word. How do we get in the boat. deal with paddling, though? That would be Thorin's job. I will keep time as like with the drums or a, no, a cock, no, a cock no, 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 no. I'll be the cock these swing. Are, no, no. You, you these oars happen to be dwarf length. No, no. There's no oars right actually... now. All right, wait, wait. There was uh, back where the alligator was. There was a lot of uh, theater and garbage in there, right? Weren't there like crates and crap? Crafting skill makes them makes totally yeah. cool. Oh, nah, it's all. I mean, yeah, okay. If you really want, you can go you know, all the way back. Like, there. like, like, is there yeah, there's something sure. here where we could we could we can jury? Yeah, does anyone have a ten foot skill? Right? We could we could pull like we do like they do in Venice. Like, like I. Mm. Basically, can, can we can we just like we we like we have three people with crafting skill? Can we can we say we can propel the boat? You can say anything you want. You can say you're a feathered duck for all I care. But yeah, <laughs> sure. You uh, you manage to find and have enough knickknacks that you can make some makeshift oars. The water's pretty still, so it's not that hard for you to sort of paddle your way across. So we do so, and so I see we're on a new map. Right. So explain. And you know what? And this this bothers me that um, uh, 
you, Mr. Peepers, you did see these four sketchy, bad performers. I thought uh, I did. Tra- yeah. You saw them. Terrible. Like, they terrible must know something that we do not, and they oh. might have gone the direct route, and we must and it, intercept. Let me tell you something. Th- Thorgrim, if they know something that we do not, that something is not about Thespian performance. I mean, they were That's for sure. terrible. They were terrible. There's, like, there's hands down, roundly rejected by the impartial jury judging. Oh my gosh, they were terrible. Horrific. Uh, but they were here, and now they're not. I mean, I trust your eyes. They must be over here. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, how do we just so you here? know? It's not kill on sight. We must negotiate. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Well, standard rules need... of engagement should apply. Oh, no, no, weapons free. Weapons free. I'm sorry. Weapons free. No, no, no. We do not know their intentions. We must negotiate first. <laughs> okay. Right, well, I'm. I am for. Like, and this is actually a based supposition as opposed to something based on just like picture on the map. Uh, th- yeah, they're up to something. And obviously, because uh, if they like, they engage the goblins basically saying that they were on the same mission as us. We are going to help you get rid of the monster. Let us down there to go do it. Uh, if that was at all true, when they saw like, and they were doing something like, oh, they've been gone a long time, we should go, they probably failed, we'll go take care of that monster. As soon as they saw that dead monster, they would have left and, got, and taken credit. The, re- the, only reason, the only reason why Peepers would see them further inside the, further inside the sewers is because that, all of that is a pretext and they want something else that's in these sewers. So they might want to kill them yeah. because of the slight? Or, yeah, uh, they, they, they wanted to go down to the sewers in the first place for something else. And then, for all we know, all the gums are dead upstairs. I mean, for all we know. Uh, I, I hope not, but maybe. I don't know. You never know. But anyway, we have to interrogate them. I, I think I think the rumors of ancient evil might be verified, and in fact, they maybe they're cultists. Yeah, I, I I don't know, Seth. I think you've never been the receiving end of a loss to us in a dance-off, so you don't really know the sting <laughs> of loss that these guys have suffered. And I think that's what this is about, really. Like that's that that's reading between the lines right now in the story. Well, then let us proceed and find the truth. Anyhow, it takes you about ten minutes to slowly paddle across that you know that little inlet, and you have come to a rocky beach covered with bits of assorted refuge to the northwest. What once must have been a natural cavern, its wall has partially collapsed some time ago by the settling ground on the waterside, revealing an area beyond of worked stone. You see a large chamber, and it's constructed of a pale green stone. What do you do? Dude, that is all about ancient evil. Yeah. um... I'm going to sneak over here and hide. Stealth mode. Stealth mode. Yeah, there's something going on here. Millicent, Millicent what shield. Send peepers on ahead. Millicent, Take what is that uh, term we're going to go? Shields up, weapons out. Defend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, defend walk. Everywhere you go, the, there's water. It's anywhere from like an inch to about a foot deep. Just because this area continuously floods. 
and um, it's nothing to worry about, but there is water everywhere. It's also deadly quiet, and as soon as Mr. Peepers walks onto the green stone... No, no. Mr. Peepers, where are you? Mr. Peepers, get back here! Mr. Peepers feels the distant foreboding as if you do not belong in this place. It's, it's completely kryptonite. pitch dark. Ceilings are about eight feet tall, and it is deadly quiet. Okay. Mr. might have dark vision, though. Yeah, well, I definitely don't. Uh, I have uh, dim light vision, which is kind of annoying as a halfling. Um, I should have more. I do have some light from Millicent. I, I should be able to see. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in. We got forty feet of light from me, so. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little bit. Of, so what are these alcoves? Before we yeah, it's like go a little tromping in there. <laughs> before we go tromping in there. Let's... Well, you've already tromped because I don't see you. Good no, job. I keep I keep tromping. I'm stealthing. I'm stealthing. You guys are. You guys. Ah, uh, we don't see you. You like that's you guys cool. are clumsy I, 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 as I, I, a pregnant baboon is what you are, <laughs> and, and I, I am elegant yak, like and... a yak with two club feet. Yeah, yeah. That's from a, a great movie. Every time uh, you get nervous about tromping in, I take another five-foot step. <laughs> so off to the northwest, you see a grand staircase. You also see side passages, three going to the north, three going to the south. You also see strange statues in these rounded alcoves that look very, very unnatural. Unnatural like the stone didn't just automatically take that shape and someone carved them or unnatural, like dead God. What is that thing? They're carved, but whatever the carving of, it looks to be like some weird, horrific tentacle, the monster. Mm -hmm. Did you say mm. dead God? What is that thing? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I agree that's a good, that. that's, that's a good saying. Um, I don't seems appropriate for Galarian much vision beyond what Millicent can provide. So I'm actually not going to go too much further because I kind of like sneaking. I kind of like the sneak. Yeah, why don't uh, Mr. Peepers just randomly go th through one of these million narrow corridors on his own and see what happens. I'm sure you'll be completely fine. And he was never heard from again. That's mm -hmm. what he does. That is, that's, you know, you can't change the personalities. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this uh, object and I'm gonna do a religion check on it. Excellent. What is your religion? It's plus five or seven. That's five. Give me a second. Yeah, you know what, Mr. Peepers is gonna have to do cleanup. You're not quite sure. You 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 know this is something. You can't quite put your finger on it though. You, you you might need someone to help you. Can out. I discern like uh, good or evil at least? I mean, I'm sensing Probably evil. evil. Probably evil. Yeah. Okay, so Mr. Peepers always doing cleanup. Clean up. He's going to uh, roll <laughs> uh, religion. I roll it, you don't. He rolls it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, Mr. Peepers knows what this is. Yeah, there you go. No. There you go. So, Mr. Peepers. It's Pe a, an alternate idol to Iomedi. That is a <laughs> statue of Dagon, the demon lord of the sea, Ooh. sea monsters, Ooh. and deformity. Oh. Wait. 
Wasn't oh. that the name of the god? Yeah. In Conan Cthulhu. the Barbarian 2. Dude, that is outstanding. That's a really good. Uh, is, uh, that's a is, good god. Dagon is a HP Lovecraft god. Like it's a, totally, totally. It's the deep, the deep ones worship Dagon. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so so that Thorgrim isn't out of the know, he will include him in the loop as far as Dagon. It's clearly uh. a, a shrine to to Dagon. There's quite quality movie on on the subject is it really and, uh, <laughs> no so. while you're all doing this millicent is very slowly very quietly moving through going to the staircase yeah you know what millicent's right in, in the staircase you see a fairly large room coming up mr peepers just runs up the staircase with not a karen sight and he sees a wide gallery that's lined with a very colorful mural depicting a figure performing some sort of magical ritual over an expanse of ocean. His arms are raised. He beckons to something beneath the waves and is answered by frothing, foaming section of the water that hints of a massive shape rising from within. In the Northwest, you see stairs that rise to yet another large room. And that's a uh, sculpture that we're seeing that's doing that, no, raising you, their arms no. up? No, you see a mural on mural. the floor. Okay. Like the whole floor uh, is are, a are, are, there, are, there, are there bah reliefs? I hope there are bah reliefs. I like bah reliefs. Not a, it's not a D&D temple if there are not bah reliefs. <laughs> <laughs> or frescoes. Sure. Oh, he's All going right. in. Jumping in there. Oh! Oh! I do admit to writing a lot of frescoes in my dungeon, but you know, frescoes are great. Yeah, yeah frescoes are great. The, the, you gotta have frescoes. Is that the San Francisco treat? <laughs> I wrote this one dungeon that I realized I put murals in about every other room, and finally I just decided to give the BBEG the craft painting skill and a set of marvelous pigments. Oh, that's excellent. Nice. Thorgr- oh, well, stop, stop, Mr. B. Stop, everyone, stop, stop. Wait a minute. Get back there. Look away Get for back one there, second. Thorgrim. And all oh, the squishies are right, like stop. way ahead of the party. He's stop, right next dude. to Thorgrim. I've stopped. I've stopped. Stop. I've stopped. Do whatever you got to <laughs> do. Everyone stop. Whatever you got to do. Everyone stop moving. You walk up the stairs. You see an elegantly carved figure that towers over the room, combining the body of an eel with the visage of a horrifying deep sea fish and four grasping tentacles this looks like the figure of dagon only it is massive in size in addition mr peepers and thorgrim notice figures which at first you thought were statues but are not statues uh, oh no oh yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no 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 ah those are big those are too big. You walk up the stairs and they look at you and groan. Roll for combat. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel, 
at discord.rollforcombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to bribe the GM.